Welcome to Is Mania's a Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Omar Lopez, and I am joined with someone who has never been to a toaster rodeo. Josh Hemo. It is on my bucket list, though. So if you hear of anyone popping one up every somewhere, I want to go. I'm I'm more of a fan of Hose World, but I did, toaster rodeos are pretty fun, too. Teach their own. <laughs> All right. So this is our podcast where we watch a SpongeBob episode and discuss wonderful life lessons that we can learn from our wonderful, yellow, porous friend. How many adjectives can you throw in there? Uh, yellow, porous, square, happy, exciting <laughs> friend. Uh, so yeah, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. How do you like that? That's pretty like smooth, that. right? Yeah. All right. This welcome week back. we're watching... We're watching season three, episode 17, Krabby Land and the Camping Episode. Act one, Krabby Land. In this act, SpongeBob wakes up excited about the summer. And when he gets to the Krusty Krab and is enjoying the first day of summer, Mr. Krabs kind of gets very, very hyped up. And it turns out he's hyped up for a completely different reason. Scamming all the kids out of their money because... During the summer, they have no parents to tell them what to do. So he decides to make Krabby Land, which ends up basically being SpongeBob hurting himself to entertain children until Krabby the Clown, and I'm saying that with air quotes, but you can't see it, arrives. So uh, to start us off, Josh, I want to ask you, how much money do you think Mr. Krabs spent on Krabby Land? <laughs> and also, what, what ride do you think you would get on out of all the ones that were presented? I don't think he spent a cent. On Krabby Land. If anything, no, no, no. I take that back. He spent money on printing out the waivers that he had, the liability waivers. And that the was coloring it. Coloring sheet yeah. slash liability waivers. <laughs> as far as ride go, I don't know. Uh, Wait, do, do you want to hear them again? Yeah, why don't you list them? Fort Adventure, Hose World, Toaster Rodeo, and Rocket Ship Fantastica. <laughs> And also, I did remember seeing like a ball pit that was bowling balls. balls. Yeah, I don't know any other ones off the top of my head, but I wrote down the the main ones. Honestly, uh, Ford Adventure sounds kind of fun, even though it was a death trap. They were all death traps. <laughs> I think Hose World would be the best, to be honest. Yeah, like the safest, I would say, unless of- like that water was like crazy, like poop water, <laughs> you know, reclaimed water. That's the, the word. The toxic, toxic waste. There's the adult word. I was looking for the adult word, and I got poop water instead. <laughs> Reclaimed water. Water you're not supposed to drink, but it's good for the environment. It's uh, good to know uh, how old you actually are mentally. Poop yeah, water. I am always a poop water fan. Yeah. <laughs> I was just surprised, like, Mr. Krabs' greed knows no bounds. Like, he went through all the effort to, like, put Krabby Land together. Which took him also, all night. In the literal for the literal episode before this, he almost went to hell for being yeah. so greedy. <laughs> these these had like very similar themes. Like, I mean, this whole episode was very much like a again like a uh, what is it Christmas Carol? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. 
where it's like literally the one with the Muppets. Yeah, the one. Yeah, not the one with anyone else, but the Muppet <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Um, where it's like, oh, it's the spirit of summer, and this is what the message is, and I'm gonna take advantage and get greedy. It's just like, how many times can you play this trope? Like, we get it. I don't know. I do like this episode better than the other one. I think that this one was more fun than the Davy Jones Locker one. Maybe not yeah, for SpongeBob. Yeah, it's definitely an <laughs> overall better episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely not more fun for SpongeBob. Let's talk about about that. Why? Why? Just why? That's that's all I could really I ask. I don't. Just, I don't get I, it either. I think of. I was like, that's my like first lesson from this episode is like, don't hurt yourself for the success of someone else or like push yourself for past your limits for work and stuff like that because spongebob literally like poured soap in his eye had a truck run over his tongue like ate lima beans got hit, hit by a, a hammer <laughs> yeah like all this stuff i'm just like why what, what 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 could you possibly gain from this uh another small lesson i had are kids are the devil <laughs> <laughs> i also had the same ones that you put was uh mine was slightly different was don't hurt yourself for others enjoyment <laughs> Also, uh, we kind of mentioned it, but um, one thing that I want to bring up is children can't sign legally binding liability forms. No, not without their, their parents. Par- <laughs> their parents have to be present. Uh, but yeah, just in case you guys want to open up your own crappy land <laughs> with lax safety regulations, uh, make sure their parents sign off first, and then you can possibly endanger children. It's good to know. It's my new yeah. uh, get-rich-quick scheme is to open up a shitty... <laughs> Disneyland and my backyard here in New York. <laughs> Your my, backyard? Yeah, that little Quote, alleyway. <laughs> my little trash alley. <laughs> I also put lima beans are good for you? Question mark? Because I don't really know if lima beans are bad or good. I think they're good for you. I think this is a bad rap. veggies. Yeah, I kind of like lima beans. I haven't had lima beans in a while. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know if good. I could eat like them straight from the can. No. Um, another thing you were talking about with like Spongebob really goes above and beyond for his job multiple times and Squidward the entire episode does Jack. Jack, <laughs> he just sits there and does nothing. Typical Squidward. Uh, um, but I do like when he came, when Spongebob came in and he was like having his whole, like that classic meme that you see with him and the flowers, like throwing flowers on people and stuff. Which I always thought was like from a Valentine's Day episode. I didn't realize it was from Krabby Land. That's what I wrote. I was like, why is he throwing flowers in summertime and not like a spring or yeah, Valentine's Day thing? Yeah. But I do like how Squidward this time around was just like, I'm not really a summer person, SpongeBob. Like that's literally all he said. He didn't say anything snarky. He was just like, I am not a, su- a summer person. Um. Also, I want to bring up his freaking... Uh, it's weird, like, walking in the grass, it's so fine, don't need shoes in the, the summertime. summertime. It, like, I did not remember that, like, now, and then I was like, that is such, it's just random. Yeah. It's so random in that episode, like, to have, like, a little stanza of, like, music. They really got their flowers. really got their money worth out of Tom Kenny for this episode. He sings yeah. in this both parts of this. And then screams because his eyes are covered in yeah, <laughs> like soap bubbles. Soap bubble, bubble like soap. It's that was so cringy. I was just like, no, please don't do. It. And he does it twice. Yeah, I wanted to put one small lesson that I think is actually very helpful is make sure you advocate for your like job description. I understand there's so many jobs, and I remember like when I was you know working in my undergrad, it the very end of almost every single job description I would always read is like 
and other jobs as assigned, which employers love to put that in your job description just so they can give you jobs that aren't part of your job. Oh, yeah. You know, but I think it's very important, like, especially I find it more as a freelancer. I can advocate for that. I'm like, you know, I don't really like hearing it on set where it's like, that's not my job. But there are times where you do have to be like, you know, like, that's not really what I do. I was not hired for this. You can't make me do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, literally today I had someone say that to me because I was training them how to do some camera stuff. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, well, I'm kind of just here just to do like the technical directing. I'm not really here to like do camera things. But the thing is, like, I have also been in his exact shoes and I was like, yeah, I know, but I'm going to tell you this because when something goes wrong, you're going to need to know it. And then that was it. And I was like, I'm not telling you that you have to set up the camera. I'm not telling you you have to put these settings in. All I know is that when you come in here and you're about to do something, that this this, this is how needs it's to be done. set up. Yeah. This is, needs to be set up because I guarantee you it probably won't be because here I am setting it up <laughs> for the eighth time again on my own. So, so yeah. So, again, advocate for your job description, but also know that, like, you know, those corporations, they're trying to scam you. Yeah. Trying to get you out of your money. Well, and Mr. that's Krabs is basically a mini corporation. And that's what I got for that too. It's just like, don't rely on others. Uh, it kind of goes with that. It's like, don't rely on others uh, for your success and not expect to get like help them in return. Like SpongeBob tortures himself, like mm-hmm. high key tortures himself for Mr. Krabs. And Mr. Krabs is like, I'm not doing anything. Like I only did this for the money. Like I'm just taking advantage of those little brats. Like yeah. didn't even say thank you to SpongeBob, and like even a simple thank you isn't could be enough sometimes. And a lot of people forget like that you can do that. I don't know. Yeah, I know a lot of people who forget to say thank you, mainly to me, Josher on my watch list. I know, but uh, <laughs> I want to bring up that Mister. I mean, we kind of talked about Mister. Krabs kind of piece of shit this entire episode, but one thing that really creeped me out is when he drove the boat with spongebob and then was spying at children in the park he was such a creeper right like out of context like if you're just like i was an old man i went to the park and i was like i'm gonna watch the kids play on the playground like <laughs> that's not like that's disgusting you're assuming that person's a creepy pervert and like thankfully mr Krabs is just like how just can greedy I get their money um but yeah but i do like how spongebob is like oh it was really cool how you drove the boat while lying on the ground <laughs> <laughs> Which, they, uh, there's been some questions. A lot of people used to give me crap because when I drove, like I'd have my back, my car, car seat. Yes, my little yeah. child children's car <laughs> my seat. Car, child my, car seat. <laughs> my seat back that works a little better. Uh, reclined pretty far. Like I, I'm almost laying down so, all the time when I drive. But I also drove like a little hatchback, so like I didn't have to look over anything yeah. besides the dashboard. But uh. <laughs> But yeah, that is a skill, a good skill to have, I guess. Mr. I guess uh, if you're sneaking around a... like a spy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you, out of the three things that SpongeBob mentions about summertime, what do you think would be your favorite? It's like the fireflies lit up like the night, uh, the charcoal like parquet or what is it? Parquet? What does he say? Parquet. Parquet. Yeah, and then uh, the lawnmower running over a flip flop. Hmm. Like. On the surface, all three of those, like, I'm like, oh, fireflies. But I've actually, like, you know, fireflies are not a thing in Arizona. No. But, like, when I came here to New York, I experienced fireflies. And I'm like, 
they're pretty, but they're still bugs, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then the lawnmower over a flip-flop, I think, is funny, the funniest. But I think out of the things I would actually enjoy, I think the, the charcoal briquette yeah, is I nice. I think so. Because I'm like, I do like the smell of, like, grilling and, like, barbecue. no one likes, like, the smoke in their face. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's Ooh, nice. A summertime like barbecue. Of a steak. Yeah. Some carne asada, you know? Yes. Yes. Like that good, good. <laughs> that good, good. Speaking of meat. <laughs> nice. Uh, what do you think of SpongeBob's Krabby Patty burglar character that he he uh, improvises? Clearly a ripoff of McDonald's. Come on. <laughs> Obviously, but it, that's another crazy thing about this episode is like this is literally like I don't know if How the guy McDonald's re- have play places. Like I know old ones do, and definitely in our childhood there were, but yeah. I don't know if they're as prevalent now. Like if they're being built like new ones with play places. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause like it's so crazy that this is literally like what McDonald like we're laughing about it haha like Mr Krabs such a greedy b-. but like yeah but that's what you're McDonald's right. literally does this yep hundred percent like I remember that was like a babysitting thing when my grandparents would babysit me and my brother they're like well we're just taking McDonald's and you go play for like an hour I'm like yeah. okay I guess this is original this is fine when uh my family like we grew up in Nogales. Like, it's kind of crazy. I'd go to like you know my cousin's birthdays, and like there's not many lot, not many places in Nogales where you can have a birthday. Um, like one of them was like a Peter Piper, um, but like people would also have it like at Carl's Jr. or McDonald's because like they had areas you could rent. And I think it's crazy that like the whole reason they have little party places that you can rent is just so people can stuff their face with their like horrible for you food yeah which like i wasn't complaining about but like it's just it's nuts like they're like oh have fun with your kids aka (laughs) eat all our food while they go diabetes go play in little feces covered in yeah (laughs) equipment and nasty although let me tell you if you're gonna have a party in a a play place you need to tell your children just so they can experience this you need to give them the food trays and you need to give it to them. And he said, you need to go inside there and you need to ride this down the slide. Yeah. Cause we used to do that in the Carl's junior in Nogales. Cause that was the only place where they're like, didn't stop us. And you flew through that. <laughs> like it was like, like, <laughs> like bobsledding. Hyper like speed. Like, <laughs> I remember like we come flying out like of the tunnel, like at way too fast of a speed. And bust your let me tell neck. You, I'm fine with that. I was fine with it. We were we were rubbery back then. So <laughs> rubbery. <laughs> when you were talking about like him becoming like the Krabby Patty burglar, I thought it was funny how hard he tried to relate to the kids with like uh, him blowing bubbles and stuff. But it reminded me of what we talked about when uh, Dan was on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is just how hard sometimes it is for adults to relate to kids, and these kids did not give a f- about those bubbles. Oh, no. What I thought was craziest is, like, that kid, like, I get it, it's a needle, but, like, that kid basically pulled out a shank to pop those bubbles. Oh, yeah. He not give two shits <laughs> about what kind of amazing bubble art SpongeBob was creating. And, like, by the end of it, they end up technically, like, beating up Mr. Krabs and stealing his money, which, like, I'm okay with that. Like, whatever. But, like, they threw thousands of dollars from the rooftops which is pretty metal. Yeah. Kids are hardcore. Kids are bad. Time for the bubble break. 
it's crazy because it like echoed in my my headphones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it sounded like we were in a big cavern. <laughs> Special effects. Which is where all our bubble breaks take place. Actually, but people don't bubble... realize we actually record in a cave. <laughs> yeah, a literal cave um, under the sea. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for this week's bubble break, I have a very important question to ask you, Josh. What's up? What if you got? you... Mm-hmm. Would to build your own theme park, yeah, Krabby Land style. Let's say it's a uh, Joshy Land. <laughs> uh, what kind of experience would you want your guests to have? What what roller coaster tycoon situation you have? This is also another throwback to Dan's yeah uh, guest appearance. I'm just gonna steal all these ideas from the Dan podcast. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Our Dank podcast. Um, I think that I really like uh the idea of different levels of roller coasters mm-hmm. um and that was my favorite thing to do in roller coaster tycoon um was like make different experience levels and like make the path winds that way eventually you get to like the highest like most adrenaline filled one mm-hmm. so i think that would be like what i try to gear it towards and then make it all one theme i don't know what kind of theme i'd make it i kind of like the idea of make it like a haunted kind of theme of some sort so yours would be closer to like a six flags than like a disneyland i guess so yeah 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 because i never like the idea of like a water park like i wouldn't want to make a water park or maintain it that's just too much pee to deal with so (laughs) (laughs) i mean in this in hopefully in this hypothetical situation it's not just you running (laughs) what about you Uh, I would leaning more, okay, so, you know, I filmed at this water park that was also kind of like a ropes course and whatever, and, like, I, my family's huge Disney, like, nerds, like, we love going, like, we were lucky enough to basically go every summer. Yeah. So mine would kind of be, like, a mix between the two. It would be less of, like, characters and stuff like that. Like, we'd have that for the kids, but I like the idea of, like, more of, like, an adventurous kind of park. Yeah. With like zip lines and like a couple coasters. I'm not anti water park. The water park I went to was all enclosed and it was heated. Which nice. sounds awesome. It's uh, a dream right there. Yeah. So, like, and when I was experiencing it, it wasn't bad. But like, I think maybe one of those, I don't know. I feel like my park would kind of suffer from the like, there's no theme. Yeah. Well, um, that, and maybe like having some characters would be like the, the unifying situation. It's just different states of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the happy Omar. <laughs> welcome welcome to drunken drowning, Omar. <laughs> Please don't drink here or you'll drown. <laughs> Enjoy the slides. The end. Love it. I like the idea of like making a theme park. How people try to dig like immersive theater. Like I hate immersive theater. I'm gonna say that first off. I don't yep. think it works. It's not real. I agree. People no matter even sleep no more, I think is bull. But mm-hmm. that's a that's a rant for another podcast. But yeah. I think like an immersive theme park where the rides like you go through each ride and it builds upon a story mm-hmm. would be a cool experience. Like yeah. by the end of it, you've gone through all these rides and like there's a reason to stand in line because you want to know what's going to happen next. You know, my biggest issue always with any type of vacation or a place that people go to like have fun. I get like I really hate the idea of cruise ships. Or, like, any type of, like, experience that is not for your family. Mm, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, like, that's why, like, I've never, like, 
I don't think that's why my family ever went to Six Flags because like some of us can't handle roller coasters and I feel like that's a very isolating like okay like grandma's gonna stay here and she's gonna watch like the kids because she doesn't want to go on Thunder Mountain and then everyone else is gonna go like the fun of it is all of us enjoying it yeah yeah exactly so like I feel like my park whatever it ends up being it would be more of like Let's try to have everyone have fun. Yeah. I'm also a huge sucker for all the Disneyland like attractions as far as like shows go, like Fantasmic and World of Color. Like I want more like that. Exper- and I get, it's like, like the experience stuff that really yeah. make it worth it. Yeah. yeah, I want something that like a family goes and they're like, "Oh man, we had so so much fun together." Not like, "Okay, kids, you're gonna go to the pool and you can't get kidnapped because you're on a cruise ship." And your mom and I are going to have sex in the cabin <laughs> and then go get drunk at the bar and you meet us here. Have fun. Uh, we're going to drop you off in the kids' land. But that's what... And then some overworked, a barely like old enough teen is there who's like, welcome to the cruise ship land. Have fun. Have fun, kids. And kids are bullying <laughs> each other or something, you know? Well, that's what Disneyland does well. And I think other theme parks try to copy is like, despite... Mm-hmm like Disney being corporation, whatever, like every ride, even in the lines tells a story and yeah. is an experience. So like at the whole, the whole time you're there in every land is themed. They have all the stories. Like you're experiencing that with a family and stuff. And I get, I didn't like, I did, took advantage of that until the first time I went to Disney world and I had gone by myself and mm. it was kind of weird to walk around by yourself. I'm like this, I'm not experiencing any of this kind of storytelling or like this cool stuff with anyone, like mm-hmm. how I was used to doing it with family and friends and stuff before. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a com- again, it's just like you don't realize certain things until, uh, I don't know, like you got to really take a closer look at them. Yeah. Sometimes. And like, especially like, like you said, Disney does a really good job at that. Like some of like the lines, there's like, you know, those hidden Mickey's. Which is low key a scam, so that way you buy the hidden Mickey book or whatever. Ah, but like whatever. either way, yeah. like it's a way to entertain your children while you're waiting in line for Small World for two hours. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I feel like if I could make an experience where all these people could come in, have fun with their families, very very accessible for sure, because I feel like a lot of theme parks really whiff it on that. Like I want, I want yeah. everybody be able to zip line, even grandma, exactly with her walker. <laughs> Strap grandma in. <laughs> she flying today. <laughs> Act two, camping episode. Another one of my favorites. Really, really like this episode. Great episode. Yeah, mostly for the song, but we'll get to that. Anyways, uh, Squidward's really excited, and he has his tea and his book. He's ready to get ready for bed because SpongeBob and Patrick are headed out camping. And he's finally going to get some uh, relaxation in from their he- he- being, them being in constant headache. Um, only to find out that they've gone camping in their front yard. So in typical Squidward faction, he uh, has to show them up for whatever reason. And decides to go camping with them and show them how to do it, how it's done. And in the end, he doesn't heed their advice about the sea bear warnings that they keep giving him. And ends up getting attacked by a sea bear over and over and over again. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's kind of terrifying. His screams are really, really graphic (laughs) in this one. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh, So I wanted to ask you, um, out of all the urban legends that you know that happen in the woods, like Bigfoot, Slenderman, Chupacabra, all that, 
which one is the scariest to you? Mm. Old white men who kill people in the woods <laughs> and bury That's their bodies. Not an urban legend. That's a real thing happening literally probably right now. Well, that, that settles it for me. That's the scariest for <laughs> scary. me. <laughs> <laughs> that are some forest witch. Welcome but... to our murder podcast. <laughs> what about you, Josh? What urban, what urban legend are you? I mean, that tops it, dude. That's, that's it right there. <laughs> the same one? See, yeah. I told you it's the scariest one. Yeah. You can't argue with it. Um, but like actual <laughs> urban legend. Um, I don't know. Um, I think I talked about it in the past, like, Slenderman, to me, is pretty scary. But that's because, like, again, I was a big fan of Marble... I'm still a big fan of Marble Hornets, and, like, that series, I think, is very well done and, like, shows mm-hmm. how actual scary, like, that urban legend can be. Because, um, like, Bigfoot, I'm like, oh, it's just a big bear. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just as scared of a big bear as Bigfoot. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, I think, like... This one, I guess, is an urban legend, but it's also like reality. It's like all those people are dressing up as clowns. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, like if I saw that on the street and it wasn't near Halloween, I think I'd be freaking out. And not because I'm afraid of clowns, but I'm just afraid of people that are going to be like, I don't know what kind of like, I get it. Like if it's a teen pranking me, like, ha ha ha. But like there were some creepy clowns that I was like, I feel like you guys are just un... And we, to this day, we still don't know why that happened. And it was no, like... It's just people being weird. Yeah, but it was like a phenomenon. Like, humans are such weird freaking people. Like, the yeah. fact that it was just like a group of people who were like, all right, let's just dress up as clowns and terrorize everyone. Like, just for yeah. fun. But like, I feel like one person had the idea and then everyone's like, oh, let's all like party on like party on and like the thing is i'm sure the first person was like this will be funny like and then the second person was like this will be funny and the third person's like i want to scare people and then the fourth person's like i want to i want people to like run for their lives be afraid of me and that's the person that i'm afraid of not not the person who's like this is a funny prank not but the, the prankster person who, like takes it too oh, seriously yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> so I guess that one is like the more like urban-y legend because like I never experienced it. So to me, it's just like, oh yeah, that really happened. Like it could just be like, you know how the news like to glamorize anything that's like l- low key. Sensational or whatever. It's not like a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's just like a lot of it yeah. happening. It's like the Tide Pods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. But <laughs> no, I guess that's the closest I'd get is like those creepy forest clowns. Ooh. Let's change the subject. Um, did you ever go camping in your backyard or anything like that? No, I was. Did I ever tell you the story about my parents leaving me in the woods? Have I said that on the podcast? I don't think you've said it on the podcast. I've heard it, but you should share it on the podcast. Okay, just in case I did it. So when I was younger, I was a child. Um, and my parents being very young did, I think what most parents try to do is they try to scare their kids into behaving well. And uh, I used to have this little fake little camping set. So I came with like a little like metal tin, like metal looking tin. This is all, these are all plastic. So if I mention it, it's all plastic. A little hand axe, a little knife, a little tin that you like supposedly eat out of, like a little Swiss army knife, all in this little green backpack. And so I was being a very child. And I'm about to tell you, it's, it's up, but I was also like 
super small. I told I told my parents I wanted new parents and I was gonna run away. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my I told them I was like I want new parents. I'm gonna run away. And we lived in Panama at the time because my dad's in the military. And they thought it'd be a f- like good idea to scare me. And they they were like, fine, pack your stuff. We're gonna leave you out in the jungle. Because like in Panama, you could legit go to the edge of the jungle. Just like in Arizona, you could go to the desert and you're there, like you know. So like they drove me out to the jungle with me being the little <laughs> that I was. I like was like, okay, bye. I was like waving bye to them as they were going, and sure enough, like they had to like wrestle me back in the car because I had my little camping gear and I was I thought I was gonna just live in the jungle like Mowgli or some. <laughs> I was gonna say, so what alternate timeline is it that you actually went in the time like they left you? <laughs> or you got lost, and now you're just like a feral child. In, I don't in think jungle. I would have been a feral child. I would have been a dead child, <laughs> and my parents would be in jail for leaving me in this jungle. <laughs> I don't know what the f- would be going on, but yeah, like I've never been actually camping, and I think that's probably one of the reasons. That's also, my parents are not outdoorsy people. That's fair. I've only been camping a handful of times, and I don't know. I can't say that I super enjoy it. Do you do like legit camp? That's one thing I wanted to bring up about the episode. So like, I don't think camping in your backyard, unless your backyard is literally the woods and you're out like at least, I would say at least a 20 minute walk from your house. I wouldn't consider it camping. No, no. Mm-mm. It's just a slumber party outside. It's not really camping. I don't think at all. Yeah. I mean, like legit, legit camping and like Mount Lemon and, and stuff like, uh, my friend Steven, like, I've gone with him a couple times and stuff like that, and he's, like, an Eagle Scout, so it was, like, legit-ish. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like it takes a certain kind of person to, like, really enjoy it, you know? Oh, yeah. My mom has always been like, oh, I would love to go camping in an RV where we drive and go to a camp car and we put the RV down. I was like, mom, that's not really camping. Like, that's being out in nature. Like, I'll give her that, but, like, I feel like camping should be, like, hiking out to a little spot and, like, Set up Even tents. if your car is nearby, like set up a tent yeah. and sleep in the tent. Yeah. Which again sounds fun in practice. I mean in theory, but I don't know how it fun sounds in practice. It's not know? yeah, it's not too bad. And like if you're good with a good group of people, it's pretty good. Like I went mm-hmm. camping when I was in Boy Scouts for like a year that I was there and it sucked. Um, but I've gone with like friends again and that it's been a better experience because then you just like hang around the campfire and just like eat food and talk and crap like that and go hiking yeah. so i imagine it's more fun when you can drink and sit around and by the fire but even then like i'd be fine with just like okay bonfire let's go have a bonfire yeah, let's, exactly let's, let's drink and maybe let's spend the night and and that's it and they wake up in the morning let's get the fuck out of there. yeah yeah not like let's be out in the wilderness for three days <laughs> or whatever naked and afraid style yeah, especially with people like you hate or whatever. Um, there's one thing that I wanted to point out about this episode that I think is going to go over a lot of people's heads, but if anyone's going back to actually watch these episodes, there is a frame that they have when they're like, Squidward is going to come camping with us as Squidward goes back inside. And the animators drew like them in the tent, but they didn't draw like the shadow of their clothing. So it really made me, it gave me like a lot of Brokeback Mountain vibes. It was just like, <laughs> like Patrick and SpongeBob's head sticking out the, the tent and then them looking butt naked until they, the moment they step out of the tent, I'm like, oh, they are wearing clothes. 
So one uh one little flash frame, if anyone wants to pay attention to that. I haven't dropped one of those in a while because I don't know. I need to start screenshotting the oh, weird stuff. frames I've been seeing again. Yeah. Even like Act One had some crazy ones. It'll help um, fuel people's uh fan fiction out there. <laughs> uh I got a lot of like the imaginary box vibes from this episode. Like it's basically the same plot. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. It's funny because we we're just talking about with part one of this episode how it's basically the same plot of the Dutchman and the mm-hmm. Davy Jones locker. So it's just like maybe the animators just got like bored. <laughs> like let's let's bring these stories back and just revamp it a little bit. I I love it though because I think that like I think there is you know there's one half where you're like oh this is lazy they're just redoing the same thing, but like even though if I watched the imaginary box episode and also this one together, I don't think I would feel like they're the exact same story. I think it's like an improvement. I almost yeah. say it would be improvement. Like I said, I like the first episode better than the other one. I kind of like this one better than like imaginary box has its moments, but yeah. like the fact that this has like the campfire song song in it, I'm just like, I can't top that. Oh yeah. That's such a great song. And like just the, <laughs> The jokes that get me all the time is just like Patrick just heaving because <laughs> he can't keep up, which like this is how I feel like when I try to rap certain songs and I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> and then like uh, just the whole fact where he's like, Squidward. He doesn't join in at all. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And then he just like does like that huge pause. I love that because, you know, we all have that friend where you're like, you're going to sing along. And then they're like, no, I'm not going to. It happens all the time when I'm like, when I used to drive and have friends in the car, I'm like, yell into a song in the car i'm like turn to them for their part and they just like look at me i was like don't be an asshole but the one thing that's i will give squidward is that he had wonderful camping gadgets do you think he actually goes camping or do you think he's just one of those people who just yeah i think he's one of those people like oh i would love he's he's he'd be like my parents (laughs) he'd be like let's go camping and they would probably buy all this stuff to go camping and then never use it. It would just sit in a shed somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, do you think marshmallows are astronaut food? No. I thought that was only tang. I thought so too. Or just like tubes of like ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Anything dehydrated and tang. Did you ever go is... to the planetarium at the U of A and they had like the astronaut food in there? Oh no, I haven't. What, what kind of, it was what just like dehydrated, like bull crap. <laughs> I know it's like in the military they have MREs, which almost are identical. I'm sure, <laughs> except they're not as cool because they're not for astronauts. <laughs> but I was like, man, if marshmallows are astronaut food, I'd be eating those all the time, right? Because <laughs> I'm an aspiring astronaut. Just become an astronaut right now. Eat marshmallows, be rich. Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what small lessons did you get? It was pretty light. Mine was yeah. uh, always prepare for every trip properly, and don't let your insecurities get in your way because Squidward really just he like he made his own what? What is it? He, he dug his own grave. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, he basically he was very spooky. It was very Halloweeny. Ooh. Yeah, he like basically dug his own grave because he's like, you're not gonna convince me, and then he's like, okay, you convince me. Yeah, that's the thing about Squidward. I think he want again. We've talked about it. He like. It's like a kid at heart. He wants to have fun, but for mm-hmm. some reason won't admit to it. And that's what I don't understand. Like, instead of going through all this trouble and making big deal out of everything, just go camping with them. Like, why not? <laughs> I do like how uh, when they're taking notes, he's like, I'll show you how it's done. 
And they're like, customization, yeah, genius. genius. <laughs> it's like he's tenderizing the ground, and then like they, they jump over to Patrick, and he's playing tic-tac-toe against himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got uh, off those lines. I was like, don't pretend like you know what you're doing if you don't. Uh, oh, like yeah. Squidward like saying that he knows all these things about camping. He's like, nah, he doesn't know crap. And people do that all the time at work. Like, I just had this horrible gig where I was working with an Emmy who knew, like, he pretended like he knew what he was doing because he was from Arts, And, like... <laughs> Call them out, Josh. Kim. Whatever. He's a piece of shit. Um, I could what if he's our book. biggest fan? What if he, when he met you, he's like, I love your big, podcast. I lost, we lost our biggest fan. I'm sorry, but you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Yikes. Um... But no, it's just like why I it just I think it wastes people's time to pretend like you know what you're doing, and it just makes you look like an idiot at the end. And that's what happened to Squidward. I mean, he just looked like a big like idiot when the sea bear attacks him. You know? Yeah. Can we talk about? Well, we haven't really mentioned the sea bear, but like, can we talk about specifically the sea bear circle? Why do you think a circle keeps a sea bear away? I think it's the same way that like in Hocus Pocus, where they're like, if you make like a circle with, with salt. some salt, yeah. Exactly. I think that's a throw to that. I could see that. Like maybe the bear thinks there's a wall there. Or maybe, yeah. It's I because I've seen that with like cats and stuff. Like if you put them in a circle or something, they don't move. I've never tried that, but Or like um it's kinda like when dogs where they think the door's closed for the back door. Have you ever seen those videos yeah. where like the owner has to pretend to open the door because the dog just thinks there's something like, there? Yeah, yeah. I could see that. But I wonder what the seabird has against cheese. I don't know. Maybe it's lactose intolerant. It triggers him. Do you do you relate to that at all? I mean, <laughs> I I don't have an aggression towards either cheese, sliced or cube. <laughs> I like how they deliberate that. Yeah, they're like, uh, 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 cube slice <laughs> is fine. Cube is no good. <laughs> um, which again, like, why? Why cubed and not sliced? I don't know. There's like very specific things. Mm-hmm. That like the sea bear is attracted to those is like wild and like the one thing is like waving a flashlight around is no good because like flashlight it's its natural prey. I was like, what? How is it the flashlight is its prey? Like, how does that make any sense? Hey, at least it's not a sea rhinoceros. Else they would have been. Ex- That's true. <laughs> Let's gather around the campfire, Omar, and talk about our wumbo lesson. Oh, I thought we were gonna sing. We could sing too. We'll save that for later. Nah. Maybe. <laughs> it's hard to harmonize over Skype. It's really difficult. We could try. Oh, I'm sorry. Google Duo. Yeah. We, we try in something new. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's also probably a pain for our listeners. <laughs> oh, yes. Listening to us harmonize. Um, but what did you get uh, for your Wumbo lesson this week? Mine was don't start something you can't finish. That's good. All right. I put uh, cause uh, Mr. Krabs made a crab made Krabby Land mm-hmm. and he couldn't deliver. You know, yeah. He he basically promised an experience to these children that he would never ever live up to. And even though, like, I would argue, like the what's his name, just like the Krabby Land clown. What is his name? Uh, Krabby the clown. Or... Krabby the clown. Yeah. I would argue that Krabby the clown, like his character design, was okay. But he could have at least sold the illusion. He's like, I'm going to go get him. And then he'd walk in and walk out. Yeah. The clown. Instead of just turning around with a tomato on his nose. Yeah. Paint some kids' faces or something. Yeah. You know? Commit to it. What other, what other things clowns do? 
squirt them with water with a squirting flower. Chase people know? in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have multiple friends come out of this tiny little car and chase <laughs> people in the woods. Exactly, you know? Um, and then obviously Squidward provoked the sea bear and got fucked up. So again, it works it works on the streets too. Like someone starts talking to you and you start talking back, you better be ready. Yeah. Because they can start swinging and you got to be ready. You never know. <laughs> you don't know what so, kind of day they're having. And again, I just feel like it's pretty general advice that can applies for so many things. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, like whether your podcast, you want to keep going, you want to start one, it's like, don't start it unless you want to finish it. And that's what we're going to run into, Josh, with this our podcast. You know, we're almost in season four. We're going to start getting into uncharted territory. I know. Are we going to commit to it? Are we going to give up? Who knows? We'll see. Maybe we'll listen back to our old episodes and get uh, some inspiration. inspiration for our past selves. Yeah. Are you youthful? What about you? What's your Wumbo lesson for My this week? My Wumbo lesson for this week is uh, don't ruin other people's fun. Oh, nice. I think that Mr. Krabs 100% is taking advantage of those kids in summertime. Like, summer break is a sacred thing. Everyone knows mm-hmm. that. Like, you got that two months away from school, you're going to enjoy it. And so Mr. Krabs is trying to, like, monopolize that and make money and, like, not give a crap about the kids. Like, that's pretty awful. Also, he was charging more for a kid's Krabby Patty than a regular Krabby Patty. Yeah. If I was a smart kid, I'd just order a big one. Right? Live on the edge. Share it with my friends. <laughs> exactly. No, I would not do that. I would just eat the whole thing. Bad. Uh, <laughs> not as a child. I'd get really thin. I'd be real thin still. That's true. That's true. Uh, I'm, I'm working on a different wavelength, Josh. Catch up. <laughs> my brain is just lagging right now. Um, and then uh, part two, uh, I think Squidward is just like, wasn't he didn't commit to like the camping experience he just wanted to show off he wanted to be like i can do this better than you guys like i'm not here to have fun like and so all spongebob and patrick wanted to do is just like have like bro time in their tent and like hang out and eat marshmallows and you know yeah so like and people i see people do that like i was glad that when you know when we go to like comic-con and stuff like there's aren't people walking around like making fun of like the nerds and crap like outside javits like there's no point in that kind of stuff you know or even when we're playing D at in public like people don't come up and be like oh look at these nerds <laughs> you know <laughs> i'd be like you're the nerd making fun of nerds idiot piece of <laughs> first of all you had to know that we were playing dungeons and dragons so that means you're nerdy enough to know what dungeons and dragons looks like yeah and then i would fight them and throw my dice in their face because then i'd be like don't start something you can't finish yeah <laughs> and it'd be a, a two for one look at that Full circle. (laughs) Podcast special. (laughs) All right. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We did. Um, If you want to send us anything, you know, like suggestions, comments, you know, find our addresses and send us gifts for Christmas. You know, it's coming up. Uh, Come trick (laughs) or treat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Come trick or treat. Halloween's coming up. Um, yeah, please reach out to us on ismaniesapodcast.com or email at us at ismaniesapodcast at gmail.com. You know, it's been a while, Josh, for me to like really spell this out because mayonnaise is a very hard word to spell. Yeah. So I'm going to do it just for nostalgia's sake. It's M-A-Y-O-N-N-A-I-S-E. Thank you. Mayonnaise. So there you go. Now you have no excuses. Exactly. Obviously, you found our podcast now, but there you go. We better have at um, least three more emails because of that. 
Exactly. Hopefully at least one. <laughs> so uh, if you don't want to message us on there, you can also follow us and DM us and all the other fancy social media terms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also be sure to share with your friends and your enemies as always. Yeah. And comment on Apple Podcasts and rate us and subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. If if you like, that's good. The biggest help for us is if you guys go and do that kind of stuff, you know, because that's how we get the attention from other all the famous people, all the famous people and stuff. Yeah, share. Honestly, it's just sharing. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't care if only ten people listen to this podcast. I just want those ten people to be very, very uh excited to hear us talk for roughly an hour <laughs> exactly i want commitment and we won't get that unless you share it with people because because they're not hearing people, it they're not hearing the yeah. good good news that we have to spread you know exactly this quality content <laughs> josh before we go i was i was really thinking about this week and you kind of brought up like just a couple seconds ago about Halloween. Yeah. And this episode is actually coming out. Hopefully if it comes out on time, the day before Halloween or maybe on Halloween, if I'm, you know, really bad at editing this. So, <laughs> um, I wanted to surprise you, Josh, and give <gasps> you like a, sh- a small taste of what I'm going to be wearing for Halloween. Oh, I'm so excited. Fatima and I usually work pretty hard on, and I'm kind of like, I have an extra Halloween costume. I wanted to try out on you. All right. I'm ready. What do right, you got? So, uh, I'm going to, since this is obviously an audio medium, I'm going to describe what I'm wearing while I'm I'm showing you. So that way, the listeners at home know. Okay, ready? Yeah. So I have this really, really awesome plate of cheese that I'm going to be holding around while I'm holding my costume. Oh, those are cubed yeah. too. Nice. Yeah, they're all cubed. Nice. I only eat cubed cheese slices. Like They're just more expensive. You know, you can buy a block yeah. and chop them up. And then obviously, um, I'm going to stomp around because Halloween, you got to stomp around and be like, Kind of scary. Yeah. Also, because like I'm all about safety and I don't want to get hit by a car, so I'm gonna wave my flashlight back and forth. Oh, nice. Okay. Because you know, you know, it's not safe in New York. You gotta have your flashlight. So I'm gonna stomp around. I have the flashlight with my tray of cube cheese. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna be wearing a hoop skirt because you know it's cold, and then some clown shoes because I have flat feet, so I need special <laughs> shoes. And then uh, obviously, because I'm Mexican, I'll be wearing a sombrero, but. Obviously, I'm not going to play into like the tropes of just a regular sombrero. I'm going to wear it like sideways or upside down, you know? Yeah. So then, like, I guess so in like a silly fashion. Whole... What was that? In, like a silly fashion? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. The silly yeah. fashion. A, a goofy fashion. Goofy fashion. Will. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so you get the full effect, Josh, because like you're kind of I'm like holding this. Like, let me I'll stand back one second, and then all right, can you kind of see the whole? Oh outfit? yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, um, and I'll probably just run around too. You know, running, limping, crawling, you know, whatever. I want to be scary. So here we go. Wait, Omar. Yeah. I don't think you should be doing this. Why? Why not? That's I'm is it the flashlight? It's scaring you. Right? I mean, yes. You're not prone no, to seizures. But right? like you should check behind you. I think you've definitely got the attention of a sea bear. Sea bears aren't real, it's just a SpongeBob thing. I'm telling you. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs>